love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Welcome back to TavernCast. I'm your bartender, Jay. And I'm your bartender, Don. And Bob's not here. I, I think one of the dragons like nicked him in the leg uh, while he was trying to set up his, uh, his new tavern. Uh, he also said something about having to take uh, an amalgam out to the back. I'm not sure what that means, but he left the bar in good hands, so let's pour a drink and catch up. Yes, um, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I've actually, for most of this week and into the first half of next week, I am out of town for work. So as we record this, I am in a hotel room recording, but I brought my laptop and microphone. So, uh, but because of the work and all of that, again, it's always getting in the way of the fun stuff. And there was a patch today. I managed to squeeze in two games before we got to play, uh, but holy smokes, I think this is going to change quite a bit with Battlegrounds, and I am just excited. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing all of these changes and how everything uh, affects the game and really just kind of be able to play some more, uh, but other than that, um, pretty pretty good in general. I, I just want to throw out there, I, I totally called it, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more later on. Um, in game, well, since uh, since Descent of Dragons released, I am still on my don't play as much and only when you can really focus on the game. And I will say that it has helped a little. They uh, yeah, actually did really well. I got top four in three of the four games that I played. And I, I think the one that I lost, I got like fifth. So, I mean, it was like, right. Definitely a little bit better since I'm not just jamming games left and right, but uh, definitely still, still loving it. Definitely happy that stuff got patched, not just in battlegrounds, but also in standard. You mentioned not having a lot of time to check out the new patch. Have you been playing a lot of Battlegrounds uh, outside of the patch or before the patch, I guess? Uh, I did try to play some, yes. And actually, the last week when we recorded and we had bites on, I mentioned how I had kind of gone on a bad streak and I kind of lost a lot of rating. But from the last recording until... Uh, I guess the patch today, uh, I did manage to climb back like another 300 rating from where I had been. So, um, yeah, it, I was doing a lot better. <laughs> and then these last two games, not so much. But I'll get the hang of it. That's awesome. Well, new. New patches can always tend to throw a wrench in plans, but I'm, I'm sure that after we break it down and talk about it a little bit, we'll definitely figure out some new strategies. And this episode is going to be a little bit different, uh, mostly in that we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about uh, the patch changes that we but at the same time, it, it was kind of a big adjustment. But also, we're have to give a shout out, uh, as you mentioned, to Bytes again for being our guest last mu- uh, last week. Uh, job, wonderful job. Thank you so much, Bytes, for jumping in last minute and being our guest. And again, that is brought to you by the people who help support the show, including our very first patron. Uh, shout out to Tony, is not just our first patron, but is also the co-host of our rival show the the guido to our han solo the the tavern tales 
We're still trying to figure out who is the first Hearthstone Battlegrounds podcast to release, but we know the truth. It was us. We are the the true original OG Hearthstone Battlegrounds podcast, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out. Well, go to Tavern Tells, um, I think at Tavern Tells HS on Twitter and tell them that uh, Bob's Tavern sent you. And seriously, though, a big thank you, because uh, not only is that the first patron, but just the fact that anybody out there is able and willing to support the show is really, really cool and does mean a lot. So thank you. Thank you for that. And if you're saying, hey, how do I support the show? You can also do that by pub, And the moment we've been waiting for, let's not delay this any further. Let's talk about the big announcement. Scent of Dragons balance patch 16.0.5. Uh, now, of course, if you were playing standard, there was a ton of changes that basically, I don't want to say destroyed, they basically focused on one particular class, which was Shaman, but then we get to the juicy part, the Battlegrounds, and let's talk about the, the or I guess the elephant that left the room. Nightmare Amalgam has been removed from the pool of available minions. How, how, like, I was joking when I said, like, they need to get rid of it. Well, I was joking. I think it's a good idea. I'm glad they did it. But, Dragon, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, boy. It, it's gone. He's, he's gone. He's just gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. The you can already tell even the few games that I've played since the patch is wow it's made a huge difference. Um, I think this was kind of ended up being a soft uh, buff to Curator, who starts with the one one amalgam. So I think it makes Curator uh, a lot stronger in that Curator can actually kind of use a lot more tools than everybody else can now. And yeah, I, I think the removal of Amalgam plus some of these other changes is pretty interesting. And I think it's making it already for some different style of play. Definitely. And and I, I will say, they did throw out that if they removed Amalgam or Nightmare Amalgam, that would make Curator the strongest character in the meta. And I think I was wrong on that. I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's tough. It's hard. It's hard to tell. And I, I think the reason being is Curator, in my opinion, struggles early on because you have to build that 1-1. One, one. Now, if you're, you can kind of basically start with a Murloc build, but instead of buffing all of your Murlocs, just use the buff to like, pump up your your curator or your curator amalgam and i've just i've watched every game that i've played has had a curator in it and all of them have gone out in like the first three places so like they've either gone like fifth sixth or seventh and i i don't know if it moving um uh what's his name the five drop from it was a four drop, now it's a five drop. Light Fang Enforcer. So I, I think them nerfing Light Fang Enforcer and also some of the other Murloc nerfs that have happened it harder to get the early buffs on that amalgam because that was that was always the thing is like you didn't get nightmare amalgam until turn three ish if you were lucky at the earliest and there wasn't really a way to start buffing it until about turn five so 
it really did start late, but with the amalgam from the curator, you're able to buff it. Well, I mean, one, if you want to just use Direwolf Alpha, you can for a moment. You can use Rock Pull Hunter to buff it. If you get Selfless Hero on turn one, you now have effectively a minion with on there as well. So it, it just it makes it very, very difficult to not get a good start with that amalgam. But I think that the other have have also heard it. And I, I don't know how or why, but I, I'm just I'm not seeing the results that I thought I would see. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, okay, so real quick, I'm just going to run through these uh, nerfs. So uh, the Boogie Monster moved from Tier 5 down to Tier 4. Mechano Egg moved from Tier 5 down to Tier 4. The Beast moved from Tier 4 down to Tier 3. Cold Light Seer moved up from Tier 2 to Tier 3. Primal Fin Lookout moved from Tier 5 up, or from Tier 4, excuse me, up to Tier 5. Nightmare Amalgam was removed uh, from the minion pool. Brand Bronzebeard was removed from the hero pool. And Bartendatron has been moved into the available heroes. Uh, so far, again, I only have two games played with this new patch. But yeah, it, it's been different than what I expected as well. And one thing that I've kind of noticed, well, first of all, I will say even at tier three, the beast still sucks. It's still bad. I tried it. Really? And I even made a golden one, and it still just sucked. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, but anyways. It, is it because there's nothing to buff the beast that early? Because, I mean, that's the thing is, like, you would think that, was it a 9-7? Mm-hmm. Like a 9-7 in is a big minion like that that's a good minion but in battlegrounds i mean it doesn't take much to kill it especially when turn one everyone's looking you know vulgar homunculus or a void walker where it you're gonna still have minions on the board i I think placement's going to be super important with the beast but i also think that you have to have you have to have something to go with it. Otherwise it's just not going to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of one of those you probably only want for like a round or two and then just get rid of it. Um, but the interesting thing that I noticed, and I'm not sure if it's a combination of just nightmare amalgam moving out and these other things being moved around, but, uh, so far in the several games, especially with the addition of Bartendertron, uh, I have noticed that the hero choices as well have changed. So I'm seeing a lot of Bartendertron and Toki and, oh, who else? Uh, still Nefarian, of course. Um, maybe some patchwork. But it also seemed like everybody was playing a much faster leveling game. Uh, before, it kind of seemed like a lot of people were tearing up kind of slowly, kind of hovering in some of those tiers, kind of building up their units. Like you said, you know, grabbing things that just would buff Amalgam and putting, you know, or getting a second Amalgam and then just dumping everything into those. But there's not really any of that going on right now. It's like just, just tavern up, tavern up, tavern up. <laughs> and I think everyone's really aiming to get to Tavern 5, and here's what I think is the reason for that. If we look at what's in Tavern 5 right now, I'm just going to run through these real quick. Uh, Battlemaster, Rivendare, Bronze, uh, Brand Bron- Bronzebeard, Goldrin, Iron, uh, Ironhide, Direhorn. Oh my goodness, I cannot talk. Uh, Junkbot, King Bagurgle, Lightfang Enforcer, Melganus, Primal Fin Lookout, Sated Threshadon, Hymane, Strong Scale, Strong Shell Scavenger, and Void Lord. Uh, a few of the key cards here, I think, are Bronzebeard, Lightfang Enforcer, and, you know, honestly, maybe the Rivendare. And then the other ones seem kind of more just based on your, like, specific comp, uh, whether it's Beast or Demon, um, and then maybe 
Murlocs with Primal Fin, especially since Amalgam is gone. And it's really kind of interesting because it seems like everybody is just, like I said, they're kind of speeding through the tiers way faster than they were before. So those heroes that uh, get additional units like Toki or that can tavern up faster or patchwork that lives a little bit longer. Uh, you know, I, I think those are going to be used a lot more now because everyone's trying to get to those, get to those things now. Um, Brands, Brownbeard and light Fang enforcer. And I actually think with the removal of amalgam now, even at the plus two plus one, I still was seeing a lot of light Fang enforcer. Which kind of surprised me because it kind of went away for a little while. Now it seems like it's back. People are going to, I think people are going to kind of revert back to how the game was uh, in the first week where people were like, it's all about your efficiency. It's all about how much value can you get per coin. Whereas with, you know, Daryl and, and, having cards like Nightmare Amalgam in play and it being all about buffing and all about the battle cries, I think it it paid off more to not level up. A shout out to Brookworm on, uh, from her stream. I was watching before we started recording. She was like, she was doing a co-op stream and I, I can't remember who it was with, but she was having like a, like a, panic reaction to the advice of hey don't don't golden this minion like i know it's there i know you can do it but don't do it it's not worth it you're going to lose value and i think that's what people are going who are going to consistently win they're going to have to make stronger value plays that are not just about efficient economy they're going to have to say you know what everything in my body is telling me to do this thing but I'm not going to do it. I won't get punished for it. And in fact, I'll actually be rewarded by being able to maybe put another minion on the board instead of take one away. Yeah. You know, one, one thing I just have to throw this out there because sometimes you got to laugh at yourself. Uh, when I read the patch notes and, you know, I kind of just scanned them yesterday on my phone, like on my break or while I was at work or something, I thought that they were removing Bran's, uh, Bran the card, not Bran the hero. So I got into my first game today and I was like, did to do, okay, well, this is going to be great. Like we can't, you know, I'm not going to go for battle cries. Other people aren't going to be doing this. And then I paired up against somebody and they had Bran on the board and I literally took a screenshot and I was getting all mad. I thought it was a bug. I was like, what? The, why do they have Bran on the board? I don't I don't understand. So I literally had to pull up the patch notes while I was in that battleground game. And I looked and I was like, oh, Bran from the hero pool. Oh, that's way different. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think... Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. I think kind of those value things and just the heroes and kind of strategies of just kind of spamming stuff or yeah, just okay. Buy, buy all these battle cries, resell crap and just try to do everything as quick as possible. Um, they're either just not quite there like they were before, or if you are doing that, it's much later in the game. And and let let's take a, a second to look at I mean we talked about the beast a little bit, but let's look at another card that got buffed, but is still kind of I, I don't know or not the boogie monster. I have never seen this card played in a winning hand. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is. I've just, I've never seen this card like pop off and, you know, having the, the passive of like every time, was it every time a minion attacks and kills a minion game plus two plus two. I don't know. Again, take, take these cards out. This card doesn't do anything. 
someone has tokens and you have like a really big like defensive board, like maybe something of like demons, maybe you can get it to pop off. But then at the same time, if you're using something like Soul Juggler, you want as many demons or you don't want something like this, you know, taking damage off the table for you. So I, I don't know. I don't know if this buff to this card does anything. I, I feel like it doesn't. I feel like it, it didn't see play at five. Yeah, it it still feels like it's missing something. And, it, you know, another thing you just mentioned is like with Murlocs or Demons. But yeah, uh, the Boogie Monster doesn't have any kind of tag. It doesn't have a tribe associated with it. So I think that also kind of makes it a little worse because you can't use any kind of buffs on it. You can't really. It's just kind of a filler. So if you end up with this, uh, it's probably just like a keep for one turn, maybe two, and then get rid of it for something else that works with what you have a lot better. You know, you know, like the cards that they put into uh, packs just so that you can draw them on like even discovers, but like summon a random minion. I feel like that's what this card is for. The only problem is there needs old treader is the only card that can summon this because it's a legendary. And even that, like, right. Legendaries. I want to summon. That's not it. <laughs> like, that's not the one that I want. Like, <laughs> g- give me something <laughs> I can work with. Don't, don't give me the boogie monster. Like the booger monster should be what it's called. Cause it is, it's, it's booger. <laughs> it's like worst. I, I would say it's almost the worst card in, in battlegrounds. Because it just has no home. It's it's a lost little puppy dog that has no home. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's um this to me, this patch feels like they got rid of the thing that almost every comp was using, that everybody was just, oh, you have to take amalgam. And they tried to change some cards that were being picked less. That that's how I interpreted this patch was hey, we're, we're going to try to see if we can change these cards that nobody's taking and, you know, put them in a different tier and see if people start using them more. Um, but I just, I'm not really seeing it yet or understanding. Um, I still don't think they're going to be quite as good. I mean, yeah, you're saying, okay, Boogie Monster at four, but, you know, I'd rather have Security Rover or Piloted Sky Golem or Annoya Module or Cave Hydra. Maybe Iron Sensei, uh, they moved Mechano Egg down to four. Like, I'd probably rather have that. Um, you know, Toxfin is there if I have some synergies with it. So I'm probably going to go for something like that instead. <laughs> down to four. Both, every game that I played that I had, that I like top forward today had Mechano Egg in there. Because getting getting those eights at tier four is awesome like it is so you have um cobalt guardian as well cobalt guardians what uh tier three yeah so if you can get cobalt guardian and then get mechano egg and you know within a few turns of each other i think you also have microbots at four like you can you can do some sick things uh with mechs i i wouldn't be bold enough to say that mechs are the strongest uh they might be the strongest tribe strongest strategy i still think if you can pull off murlocs like all of the other nerfs kind of seem to just like poke at murlocs i mean moving cold lights here from two to three definitely made it so that you to level up uh if you're doing murloc comp you can't just hang out at two and and pick all day Again, moving, you know, Primal Fin Lookout last week got moved to tier five as well. And so now everything that makes Murlocs pop off, like tier three and tier five, and then you hope to get Megasaur from tier six. I I think that you need more pressure to keep Murlocs in check. And I think that's why they did move the beast down because Murlocs are genuinely, are usually weaker they either have a high attack stat or a high defense stat. They usually don't have both unless you're talking about 
Um, unless you've just used like, uh, was it rock rock? You know, on them. I keep going to say creepers because I've been playing way too much Minecraft, but there's there's nothing that makes them strong really really quick. Like cold lice here, but then they have low attack. Uh, if you do rock pull hunter, they have, you know, it's a one, one buff, but then again, it's just a one, one buff. That's really not going to be enough, especially when you're starting out with the two, one, like a three, two, or, uh, but a four, three, something like that. So I think the beast, like you said, definitely a card that you want to put in for a turn or two to kind of force the Murlocs out. But if you leave it in too long and you're going to lose. You know, I kind of think too, like maybe with this, with these changes and with this patch in general, uh, I'm wondering if either we will see or if their aim even was to kind of make people or hope that people would focus more on other strategies outside of like the menagerie type stuff uh, and either focus on kind of more single tribe things like, you know, building an all beast board or all demon board or all murlocs, or if they would try some of those kind of like off, off brand, maybe, you know, kind of off kilter uh, strategies like, divine shields or death rattle things uh you know death rattles and cadgar or death rattles and riven or uh, baron rivendare you know those types of things i wonder if they kind of hoped would would become more prevalent instead of people just going for like you talked about earlier kind of all the value just buy all the battle cry things sell all those don't really care about what you're what you're buying necessarily and, and let's be fair because daryl you can still do that with daryl the only thing is daryl is a hard character to play like if you can play it you're gonna do well but it's not like the people that play it tend to lose early because it is so difficult to play especially if you're like playing on mobile or if you don't have the best connection in the world, you're you're going to hurt uh, trying to play that. So that said, I, I really do agree that they don't want. I feel like they're trying to avoid the some of the pitfalls that they made in standard. Like right now, um, I know we're not a or, or ranked ladder podcast, but right now, or at least up. Up until this nerf, you either played you played Galakron Shaman or you played like Face Hunter. And both of them are just kind of like busted in their own little special ways. And I feel like that's that's what they're trying to make sure doesn't happen with Battlegrounds, especially with having constant updates. You know, we can't we can't always expect you know, they're not putting all of this time and energy into like preparing cards like they do with like a, uh, you know, a new release, a new release. Like they have all of these cards designed, like they have next year's cards already. Uh, they have the story set up. They're just trying to figure out how to balance it at this point. Like I, I would think whatever the next expansion is that we'll get, we'll hear about in March or April. They already know. Oh, yeah. Now they're just tweaking numbers and playtesting. With Battlegrounds, you have two issues. One, most of the cards come from the existing pool of cards. You're having to choose which cards you want to, you know, take in, take out, put in, you know, add, remove. And when you think about it, only certain cards are going to have benefits like you're not going to be able to paper is not going to be a good card uh probably not in standard anymore or in battlegrounds like they're they're not going to add a card like that faceless corruptor is not something that they can add to battlegrounds although that would be really interesting if like at the start of your turn one card got to maybe that's a, a hero power that'll come out one day i don't know but 
you have that problem. And then on top of that, you can add cards, but think about how difficult it is to be like, we're going to create a card this game mode that doesn't get like we have like three weeks to develop it so like if we know that there's a problem like we're gonna have to put out a patch in three to four weeks but we have this card and we want to play test and we you can't really do that you have to you have to take your time with these changes and i feel like that's why we're seeing some of these like oh the beast went from tavern four to tavern three okay the beast is a good card it's a big butt card that has a big downside to it so figuring out the best thing to do with that card makes sense oh maybe we just make it cheaper cool that means it'll it'll last longer for the turns but then you really want to get but they really a whole new way of thinking when it comes to how do we nerf these cards how do we buff these cards it can't be change the stats it has to be change just remove them from the game or just add a different card that kind of nullifies it yeah and you know you talked about so i believe when there is a full six sets in standard uh so like we have now the end of the year set um, before the april rotation uh in standard i believe it's over a thousand cards that are available to pick from and like I said, obviously a much, much smaller pool of cards. Uh, but, you know, a different thing, too, that that is interesting is that you don't get to pick and choose necessarily what gets offered. Like when you're building a deck in Standard or Wild, you get to pick which cards out of the big pool go into your deck. Now, this is just you're going to see all of the cards. You get to pick which ones end up on your board, but you're going to see them. Um, and, you know, some of the cards that they've added, though, like I'm I'm thinking Floating Watcher. I, I think that is a super cool card, and it's a card that sometimes gets used, but it's not necessarily too broken or overpowered or or anything like that it you know there kind of is a downside to to using it because your hero has to take damage on your turn to get the buffs um, you know but that's that's a cool card um random thought what do you think of them pulling cards from some of those solo adventures into battlegrounds to use for battlegrounds only I really like your idea of pulling from cards that are in the lore, but not necessarily uh, cards that are a part of the standard or classic set or even from one of the expansions. I think having cards from uh, Tavern Brawls, having cards from Solo Adventures, I think that that is a great way to keep people kind of embrace it and give battlegrounds like it's its own little sense of like a not a separate game but like a different area like i think that that's something that they definitely will do more and more uh down the road because the pool is just i mean the you can't develop cards for one game and then just try to wedge them into another game like it, it it's that doesn't seem like a good recipe and i think if you have these cards that don't have a lore or don't have a defined um value to them that gives you the ability to do more with them Right. And I'm pretty sure that they did already confirm that they will be adding dragons. And of course, you know, probably about a month or so, month to, you know, six weeks after the dragon expansion would probably be a pretty good time to do that. Especially, you know, maybe they're also testing out, taking out that amalgam. And, um, but, you know, it's a little bit interesting because they did leave in the, uh, 
menagerie magician and Zubot, which now lost that dragon ability because they each, you know, give a random friendly beast dragon and murloc. So at most you can only get two buffs on that or two triggers. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that they did already confirm that they will be adding dragons in. Again, yeah, I, I'm not sure which dragons they're going to be adding in. Um, I imagine, even though I think it would be really cool, they're probably not going to add things like Amber Watcher. Because they probably don't want people like healing back up. <laughs> um, that would probably start to make games really long. But that would be cool, I think. And Battlegrounds is awesome. Um, but no, I, I, one, one last thing that I wanted to do before we wrap this up, uh, let's spitball where we think the tribes are sitting at right now. And even if, even if we just give them like a quick top, you know, top, you know, rank top to bottom to me, number one blocks, then mechs, then demons, and then beasts. That's that's like that's my my tier system there. If if you had to if you had to put them in an order, uh, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that Murlocs are still at the top, and I agree. I I think mechs are still beneath that. I might put, uh, I I might switch those around on you. I think maybe beasts are going to be a little bit better. Um, only because I think beasts have a little bit more survivability and kind of multi synergies in the in the earlier to mid game. So I'm thinking things like uh, Infested Wolf and Rat Pack, uh, whereas demons don't quite have that unless you get like Floating Watcher or maybe if you start out with the uh, what's the one drop thing. Uh, wrath weaver um but you can't really build a board that kind of comes back like you can with the the rat packs and infested wolves so i think um, i'm gonna put beasts slightly above but i think that what we're gonna start to see is you know i kind of mentioned this earlier but i think we might start to see kind of those side comps or people may shift back to like a multi-type comp not necessarily like menagerie type thing but they're going to be going for like a beasts but with death rattles or they're going to be going for like uh you know some sort of a death rattle and divine shield kind of thing you know something that kind of you have two kind of different synergies in in the comp i think the one thing that I would counter with that is there are currently only a few heroes that synergize well with a particular tribe, which is good. I, I do think that they should try to stay as far away from this hero should always play this tribe. Um, as much as possible. I think that because you have Lord Jaraxxus, because you have Lich Bazal, because you have uh, who is another demons, uh, I think just those two at this point, but because you have those cards or you, you have those heroes, you're going to run into a problem of if I draw those Oh, I'm going demons. Like, there's no way around it. And while the card pool is limited, I don't think it's that limited. I don't think, un unless you can get everybody on, <laughs> you know, everybody in the game to be teching against you, which I don't see happening unless you're like Regis Kilbin or somebody like that people know, you're, you're going to be able to get the cards that you need you're going to be able to do. And I think that's why cards or heroes like the curator are still not uh, doing as well as we thought they would. Because if I know that I have a synergy with my hero, 
to go demons and I don't go. I deserve to not win. But if I have this amalgam that is a one, one starting out, it's not a, a, what was, what was the nightmare amalgam? Was it a two, three, uh, three, four. Three, four. So like starting out at one, one versus starting out at three, four is a big difference. Like you have to play. So you have to play effectively what two cards, two different cards to get one, one just to three, four. Whereas if you pull a three, four and you play those two cards, now you have something like a six, eight. Uh, So I, I think that the curator's amalgam is just a little too weak. And because I have cards like, will allow me to stay at level one early and just keep freezing stuff so that when I do pull a vulgar homunculus, instead of it being a two, four, it's, you know, a five, six, <laughs> you know, and I, 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 or, you know, a five, which means a lot that at that point you're taking down the beast at, at tier three and you're still on tier one and you're able to do stuff like that. It's to me, the heroes are, what made my opinion better because the only synergy that has that is demons currently and maybe like tokens with with daryl but again daryl is really hard to play i can't play him that well um i don't know if i don't know if your apm skills have but uh daryl's definitely a struggle for me i don't really have much else to add on that i think that was a good good discussion Well, let's off to the people online. If y'all have any suggestions or thoughts about anything that we've discussed here, be sure to tell us on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS, or you can talk about Discord. Um, our Discord is so awesome. Just a bunch of really cool people in there, people uh, all different skill levels. Uh, including the top 50. Uh, and with that, to pop a mini. Tale from the Tavern, coming from one of our, our premier players, Hello Nasty, who is the top 20. I think now he's in the top 50. Uh, plays battlegrounds exclusively i think he said like he he stopped playing uh hearthstone and came back once battlegrounds uh came into the game but is a good lesson that we should all think about i misclicked and placed my microbots on an empty slot instead of on my psychotron fix that problem so I used my Anoyo module on it. And in the end, I won the game thanks to a huge microbot. I, I, I think that that has happened to me so many times. Maybe not where I've placed a microbot on the wrong thing, but where I've buffed the wrong minion or just thinking that I was able to play a minion and I ran out of time. I think that maintaining your composure and being able to maximize the value from your mistakes is what sets apart at the at you know the lower mid to low four thousands and folks at the top of their game like nasty here. Yeah, yeah, being able to adjust. I mean, I think Battlegrounds in general is all about just kind of being able to go with the flow and adjusting to different scenarios uh, at a very quick pace. And yeah, being able to adjust and say, okay, okay, well, whoops, I messed up and put that on the wrong thing or I didn't put it on anything when I meant to and then kind of adjusting and saying, okay, well, how do I play this? Do I still want to keep this unit? And, you know, it sounded like he decided, okay, he was still going to keep it, but he magnetized something else on top of it. Uh, whereas, you know, maybe some other players would be like, well, I screwed up. And then they just sell that off instead. And, you know, it just kind of all spirals down from there. So, yeah, I think 
adjusting. <laughs> I think in a perfect, like, if I had that exact same nar- scenario, I would have dusted that car. Yeah. Like, that car would be going back. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dragon, I think it's time for last call. What do you say we uh, we sound the alarm? Oh, yeah, last call. Last call, last call, last call, last call, All right, well, as we mentioned before, uh, Dragon's actually doing a lot of traveling this holiday season, and plus it's the holidays, so uh, just follow us on Twitch and on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS. Uh, just so that we'll we'll try to keep everybody up to date on uh, the news and what's happening uh, around the podcast. But of course, if you have any questions, comments, ridiculous that you want us to talk about on air, you can just tell us on any of those, or you can even email us at podcast at bobstavern.pub. And of course, a shout out to our first patron, Mr. Totally drunk. Thank you so much for uh, your support. Uh, if you haven't checked out Tavern Tales and you have a little bit of extra time, uh, be sure to, to give it a uh, Having some conversations with, with Totemly and uh, just hearing about, you know, Tavern Tales and some of the other podcasts that he does. He, he, t- he does shows all around the Blizzard space. And is really enjoying Battlegrounds <laughs> and definitely has some different opinions from what we have. Uh, but I won't spoil any of that. I Go check it out. Go check out their show as well. And thank you so much, Dragon. I know that you've been with all your traveling and busy schedule and stuff. It's difficult, but thank you for taking the time out if I haven't said that yet. And uh yeah, I hope uh, following week we won't talk before Christmas, so I hope you have uh, some happy holidays and uh, get to enjoy some time off. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I know even though I'm out of town and in a hotel room and all of that, um, I've still, this whole week, I've been so excited for the, doing the episodes. So I, I have really, really enjoyed doing this podcast and talking about Battlegrounds. Um you know, plus it's like, it's an excuse for me. I'm going to say this is totally Valley Girl. Like, it's like totally an excuse for me to like, just play Battlegrounds like all the time. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's because I I do enjoy Standard. And we kind of talked about this last week with Bites. Um, and, I, you know, I really am trying to be more competitive and Standard. But I really do enjoy Battlegrounds and having this podcast every week as well. It's like, oh, no, you know, I, I better play some Battlegrounds. I better uh, practice up for the show. It's really just an excuse to play Battlegrounds. And I love it. <laughs> so I'm so glad that we're able to do this. And I hope that everybody else has been enjoying the show as well. And it sounds like a lot of people are so far. So thank you to everybody who's been listening and, you know, Yes, like Jay mentioned, you know, we're this episode, we weren't uh, streaming live on Twitch. And there's a chance that, you know, next week or the week after, potentially just due to all other craziness, we might not be able to live stream as well. But yeah, I, I think we'll still be able to uh, at least record the audio and get that out for everybody to be able to listen to. Check that out as well. But that's going to do it for. Food. already looking forward to the next one who who knows what can happen they they did two patches in two weeks uh so who knows what's going to come next but dragon I, I am excited for whatever it is it'll be yes me too and i am excited for it probably won't be yet it'll probably be sometime in january but dang if i am not excited for when they add dragons I am ready to play dragons in Battleground too. I just I want ba- I want dragons in standard. I want dragons in Battlegrounds. It's Year of the Dragon. I'm dragon. Ra- you know, it just started Amber Flight. I just want all of the dragons in all of the places, and I am super excited. I don't know. After the descent of dragons, uh, it, 
I might be getting over dragons. I don't know. Hey now, hey now. The, the first week of the expansion <laughs> doesn't count. Let's, you know, we dragons haven't gotten their time to shine yet. All right, it, it's 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 coming. Well, we'll have to make the tavern a little bit bigger if we start inviting dragons to come in. But uh, that'll that'll definitely be a, a very welcome addition to the. To the arena. Yes. But that's going to do it for this show. I've been your bartender, Jay. And I've been your bartender, Don. And the tavern is... Come on, everybody get out. We, we got stuff to do. We got to clean this place up and get ready for the next shift tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, frozen boots by the fire. This has been Bob's Taverncast! Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dot corner is ready for booty. We have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.